Welcome to Quiet on the Set. I'm Jordan. I'm Tyler. Where we talk all things pop culture. This week we're going to be talking about the Aquaman trailer that just dropped. Also, Daryl Dixon, the new Walking Dead show, as well as episode 5 of Ahsoka. So, new Aquaman trailer. All right. Well, first reactions. You think of it? It looks cool. I mean, <laughs> I I visually. I just, it. with the DCEU current state right now, it's just it's kind of it's kind of hard to get invested. I mean, I I'm pretty sure we're gonna see it. So yeah, You're just just to see like yeah. how it plays out. I mean, visually, it looks you know very, looks cool. very vibrant. Yeah. I but like the the scenery, the yeah, I mean, yeah. When I was watching the trailer, I think it was like it kind of felt like too much. Like, there's there's, a, there's a lot like going on. so much, yeah, visual stimulation going on. Yeah, it's kind of hard to follow, like the story. And I mean, stuff. I, I like Jason Momoa. I like, I did yeah. like all the castings of the the Justice League. Yeah, I mean, they did that pretty but good. It just never led to anything. Anything. But, beyond the first justice league yeah it's like uh, what is you know after justice league was what's aquaman supposed to do and and they kind of gave Flash up cameos. on him. that's true <laughs> like how, like Flash. how is that supposed to work how is that ending to the flash supposed to work out in the, this movie yeah this is the last one right the last dceu yeah that's supposed to be the last dceu okay. movie and and then after that it's going to be James Gunn's universe. Yeah. So. Well, you got you got the you know the Batman Joker, but those are like Yeah, those the, are like separate universes. Yeah. Elseworlds. Is it that's what it's called Elseworlds? Yeah, they're called Elseworlds. Um but as for the DCU, it's, it's, it's done for after this with Aquaman. Um I don't know, this first trailer I it looked cool. I that, that's I not. There's not much <laughs> to say about it. It, it looks cool. Uh, they gave him a comic accurate suit again, like they did it in the first one. But they were like, yeah. no, they're like it wasn't accurate enough. It was like gold. Like the top, yeah. the tunic was like yeah. it was like gold what, or something. What did you think of the first one? First Aquaman. I don't really remember much about you it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was. Yeah, uh, it existed. Uh, I remember watching it, but I don't remember anything in watching it. You know, yeah, I'll pr- I'll probably have to rewatch it. What Maybe it? not, because it's after the new Flash point. Oh yeah, I mean, timeline. just kind of like oh, familiarize yourself yeah. with the characters and stuff. See if I, you know, or why why didn't I like it? Because I, I didn't I didn't really care for it personally, no. so I, I might have to go back and. Sometimes that happens. Mm-hmm. You watch it again, and it's like, why? Why did I hate it? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, what was it? The you know after the new Flash Flash timeline, um, some of the character motivations stay the same. Like Black Manda, like they in the last one they set him up to be the villain for the second one. Even though I don't know why he wasn't the villain in the first one, because that's his arch nemesis, Black Manda's. He was, a, he was the first one, right? He was, but he wasn't the main villain. He wasn't the main. Yeah, See, I, I don't remember. Yeah, that that part I remembered. Oh, but yeah. the thing I don't get about some superhero movies is that they'll 
not use the arch nemesis in the first movie. They'll save that for sequels. Yeah. Like, except for the first Superman movie, the 1978 one. Like, Lex, Lex Luthor was, yeah. was the main villain. That Batman 89. Joker. The Joker. Yeah. Spider-Man. Toby's Spider-Man. He's Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. It isn't... Could it go both ways? Could... Uh, I feel like Doc Ock is... Doc Ock. Is... is yeah. Spider-Man's main arch nemesis. But it, it could alter, it could yeah, alternate. It could alternate. Also depends on who's Green Goblin. If it's Harry, it's Norman, yeah. but yeah, They're like either of those change so it but it's yeah. Yeah. So it's that's, that's pretty much it for Aquaman. Yeah, I mean I just the DCU like there's no connectivity, there's no nothing to look forward to. It's it's ending. Yeah. So, so. This yeah, it's the last one. Let's see, let's see what they do with it. Yeah. Like, other than that, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to uh the DCU. Yeah, like it, it's it's gonna be interesting what they do with that because I mean James Gunn is doing new things uh, with new obscure characters that we haven't yeah. they're not familiar with. Like he's good at that stuff. He's good at oh, making yeah. good obscure characters. Because my friend was telling me, like, when Guardians of the Galaxy first came out, everybody was like, what the heck is Guardians of the Galaxy? And yeah. my friend was like, I knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy because he's a comic book nerd, but he's like, oh. he's like, everybody's like, what the heck are the Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> yeah, like, kind of like D-list characters, but... Yeah. But they I mean, were... They, they got their own right at Disney. I saw James Gunn must be doing something right. Yeah. And then um, Suicide Squad... Suicide Squad. The, I mean, that's like the perfect thing for James Gunn. It's like, yeah, is like, the Suicide Squad is like D D list C tier super villains. Yeah, who are like you got things like Polka Dot Man. Yeah, right. Being characters. Now like, they're on. Now they're on the main stage. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm like if there's a sequel to the Suicide the Suicide Squad, I'd probably expect characters like Calendar Man or something like that or yeah. Condiment King. Yeah, all the weird ones. Mm-hmm. Just, and then people would love him. Exactly, he'd, he'd find he'd, he'd find a way to do it. Yeah. So for uh, for DC, that's it's pretty that's, much that's pretty much it for for a while. For a while, it's gonna be the end of DC content. Or the is there nothing else? <laughs> not that I could. Not think. not really. Like like any movies or TV shows. Oh, we got Superman. Su- Superman and Lois is gonna still. Oh yeah, like, Superman and Lois. Well, that's yeah. I think it's ending soon. Like the fourth season's gonna end it, right? I believe because they just so. released the third season. Yeah, I need like it's good. The I started watching it. Like the writing, the writing's actually pretty good. I, oh, I will yeah. say that I just couldn't get it. Oh, people like it, yeah. The like the people probably say it's the best since Super the Lois and Clark. The best it, TV show since Lois and Clark. The best Superman TV show. Okay. What about um, Smallville? Smallville. Oh, yeah, I don't people know. love Smallville. It's yeah, it's like I like it, Smallville. It, it, was that supposed to be like, like, because at the end he uses the Superman Returns suit. Yeah. So I'm not sure which timeline it's supposed to no, be. He, and maybe it's just his own thing. It's his own. Th- he's not. He's not Christopher Reeve, Superman. Uh, yeah. He, he's his own. He's yeah, they use the same logo, but yeah, yeah, it's weird. They use the same. Yeah, uh, Superman returns. 
Love it. So, I don't know. That's it gets the DC timeline gets pretty confusing. Yeah. There's so many timelines. There's the animated universe with the TV shows, the animated movie universe, and then the animated movies, which is its own separate thing. Yeah. This, the strange thing about that is it starts with Flashpoint. It doesn't establish its own timeline first, then go into Flashpoint. Yeah. It starts off with Flashpoint, and then going into the new, new timeline. Yeah. Did you see that one? Flashpoint Paradox. Yeah. I love that movie. That's oh, you did? it's so good. Okay. So, I don't know. Is that the only one you've seen of the DC animated movies? I've seen a few more. I've seen. I think I've seen Justice League Doom. I think I've seen Son of Batman. Okay. Uh, I think those are the majority ones, but. Like the animation style is good, and the those stories like maybe DC like that's when DC DC is their strongest when they're doing the animation stuff. Oh yeah, they got a lot like of that, good animation. Like, like Bat like Batman the animated series is one of the most acclaimed, popular DC shows. Just superhero shows in general. Yeah, everybody loves it. Like Kevin Conroy being Batman. Like there's no beating that. Batman like people I feel like people kind of forget like when they're ranking Batmans because like, they're, uh, they're probably ranking the, the live action the live action Batman live yeah. action like Christian Bale Ben Affleck yeah but probably Kevin Conroy's the top because yeah. he does the Arkham games too does Arkham he does not just the animated series he does you know the movies he's in the Injustice game that's it yeah well, I, Kevin Conroy yeah I think that's yeah that's right so you know, it's he's, our, that's he's, our, he's the voice of Batman for sure. Like the like, the like, voice. If you think of Batman, Kevin Conroy. Yeah, that's it. Can't you can't you can't beat it. So, yeah. uh, so uh, do you want to segue into uh, the new Walking Dead spinoff? Yeah, I can't transition well to DC to Walking Dead. So Walking Dead DC. Yeah, Walking uh, Dead. Walking <laughs> Dead. Uh, Daryl Dixon, the new show, everybody's favorite character, getting his own right. spinoff. Darrow's awesome. He's the best. You know. Uh, spoilers. If you S- spoiler seen. alert. I mean, we're 11 seasons deep, so. So, you know. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, this is a spinoff. Spinoff. Uh, of one of the main characters of The Walking Dead. Uh, Daryl did not ever think he would get his own show. I think didn't it's think, something everybody think, wanted, though. Yeah, but I never thought they would, like, branch out with the main characters. And yeah, Maggie and Negan, in Dead City, in Dead City, and they're in New York. Then you got Rick and Michonne. They're they're somewhere out there. I think that comes out next year. Yeah, didn't they say they already signed up for a second season? Rick and Michonne. Uh, I can't recall. Daryl for sure got a second season. Good. That's Dead, good. Dead City also got a second season. So that I think Rick and Michonne might be a limited series. What? Well, <laughs> that's, that's, oh my gosh! <laughs> Every everybody since season nine has been wanting to see more of Rick and Michonne. Yeah, and then they they get less content than Maggie and well, Negan and Daryl. It might be because it's a, a meaningful end to their stories. Hopefully, Pro- it it should be because like when you have. People who care about these characters so much. I mean, Rick, he's, he's the Rick, main one. He's, he's the, the main guy. And we were in like that moment in season nine where we think he dies just like, yeah, 
what well, and that was like at the begin that was like the first two, three episodes of season nine. Yeah. And then we see Daryl. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Daryl now. Okay. Uh what do you think? Uh just first impressions. First saw it I it was it was good. Um, you know, analyzing it and stuff. It had a had a strong start to it. Like I like I want to see where it goes. But yeah. the whole premise and stuff, it kind of feels like something that we've seen before, you know. Guardian comes in, has to escort a child who's important, get kinda, them kinda to like a safety the lone, place. The lone wolf. Yeah. In in a kind of like a western kind of he's like a stranger, stranger. in a new town. Stranger in a strange place. Yeah. yeah. And you got the bad guys, you got the the innocent like village people, the lo- mm-hmm. the locals. Yeah. And then there's the special child who has yeah, like Ma- Mando. Mando or even the last of, last of you us. Didn't, you didn't watch the last of us, but that's no. basically the premise of Yeah, yeah. Premise of it. Um I thought it was shot really well. Yeah, it looks like a movie. Yeah, like, like compared to the show especially early on cuz earlier on they used um 16 millimeter. Oh, they did. And then from season 10 onward they used digital cameras. Mhm. And it looks and looks I, really good. Oh yeah, it looks way better. I yep. mean depending on your taste, I guess. I do yeah. like the 16 millimeter like grainy look. Mm-hmm. But it it kind of keeps that in Daryl. Yeah, there's there's a little bit of it. It's they are usually using uh digital cameras. It's a lot, you know, more modern, crisp look. Yeah. But it but still like all uh, the it, camera it, movements. It does look good. Yeah. Like like even when compare it to like a Disney Plus show, right? That looks like a movie, but Daryl Dixon looks like a cinema like it looks like cinema. Looks like cinema. I don't I don't know how to describe it. It looks more like a movie. It's then Disney Plus shows movie quality. That's what it is. Disney Plus shows have movie quality, but Daryl Dixon, the show looks like a movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see where you're, you're yeah, going. Yeah. 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 It, I think it's paced well too. Kind of yeah. reintroduce, not reintroducing, but like, hey, Daryl's back. Yeah. It's so like it, it felt like we picked up where we left off with the with the last season. Yeah, he said he's trying to find something. It's Rick. He's trying to find Rick. Yeah, and he got in. And he ends up in France yeah. somehow. Yeah, that, when everybody, when it was re- revealed, and he's like, "Oh, this like, time he's going to be in France." He's like, "How do you get from France on a boat to? Uh, how do you get from the United States to France on like a just, just, he's just, just drifting off?" He just washes up. The, yeah. They do it like they the set end. it up at, at the end. Yeah, at the end, he's. Gets caught in some bad dealing. He's like he says with bad people. Caught up with that's, bad that's people. That's all they kind of imply. Yeah. So I mean, it's only the first episode. Yeah. They'll explain it further, probably. Um, I think they should have like just showed like a full, like maybe back, like flashback, because he's he he's like super vague about it. Like I think he's meant to, but. But he kind of like repeats himself, like from the beginning of the episode to the end. He's like, "Oh, I got, I got into it with some bad people," and then he says it again, but just like yeah. with a little bit more context. And he, then, and then we show I mean, it. That's that's who he is. He's kind of t- 
to himself. I mean, even with like Carol and all all the people at the Commonwealth, he's yeah. still very like closed in. Yeah. To himself, sometimes they'll get him to open up. Yeah. But like the the kid, he was like, he was like, you don't have like a family, but you're homesick. Yeah. And then what did he, he said something that Judith said, like, you deserve a oh, happy ending. Oh, yeah, you deserve a happy ending. Yeah. I know, that's a cool, uh, see where that goes. Yeah, it's probably going to be, like, like super important. It's, like, he's trying to get it into his brain. It's, like, because he's, because, like you said, he's just pretty closed off. You know, he doesn't, it's hard for him to open up. Yeah. Well, good reason too to see all the people he lost throughout yeah. the show his brother beth beth is the one oh that's that's what did it beth beth's death like was changed like he was always kind of stoic mm-hmm. but he really like shuts down after I think it was season five that was season it was like mid season five right? mid season five yeah he like really like shuts down and uh and then he meets um what's her name in in the cabin in season 11 she was um, like oh shoot you know who I'm talking about i th- yeah he, where, where where he meets dog oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah and then and then like like he gets attached to her and then she di- does she die or does she leave she um I think she left and then yeah they they go their separate ways mm-hmm. then they meet again and she's part of like this oh that's right yeah i remember now yeah, 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 yeah. she's a part of like this cult thing and then maggie freaking guns them down that's is that is that yeah maggie guns them down she wounds her uh-huh and then ultimately daryl's the one that, that kills kills. i forgot yeah, yeah, yeah i forgot about that but that was such a good scene, though. Oh yeah, which one? All of it. Oh, all of them. <laughs> oh, all of what we talked about. Yeah, but but like the beginning of season eleven, um, like the first eight episodes, like that was oh, yeah. that was really good. I I liked all of season eleven. I know yeah. people the perception of it was like it was okay. Yeah, I'd say for most people, mm-hmm. we we liked it. it. I enjoyed yeah. it. Same. Because I think a lot of people like checked out during season seven and eight. Yeah, I think even towards season six, people started checking out. But I yeah. thought season like up until up until then, I thought season six was the best season. It's probably my favorite too. Yeah, because like and then seven is my least favorite. Seven. So it goes from six being the my best. favorite. Yeah, and then seven. And then seven being my least off. favorite. People, people like season eight even less, but I like season eight even more. Yeah, I think season eight's better than seven. Because in season seven, nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't go anywhere. It's like they could have combined season seven and eight into one season. It should have been. It, Be- w- it would have been paced a lot better. Because season eight is like, like season seven, they're setting up the war between Negan and uh, Alexandria. Yeah. And then... Season eight, that's when it it's, happens, it's all, but it's like all. towards the end of season eight, right? 
it, uh, the war the war or the wars throughout the whole or yeah it's it, throughout yeah but it feels like yeah and then it pays off at the end yeah and then season nine I thought season nine really picks good. up considerably oh, like yeah. it's 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 like, like when you're when you're watching when you're binging the show, and you watch season eight to season nine, you're like season nine is freaking amazing. Oh yeah, and then season ten, it's good too. I do like it. It's kind of it kind of retreads like season nine. Yeah, you got the it gets kind of repetitive, but mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it still. And yeah. Season eleven, yeah, I think is a good send off. And you got the spinoff now. Mm-hmm. That, that that's what it was like. It, it wasn't like conclusive. It was just like closing a chapter. Yeah, and then you get the rest of the spinoffs. Yeah, you get Maggie and Negan. And you get Daryl. We haven't seen yet. We haven't seen Dead City. But we, we, we heard we heard it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll get on that soon. Yeah, but uh, I I just think it's genius. You know, if you know the context of the show, putting Maggie and Negan oh, in the yeah. same show, forcing them together. That's genius. I heard the dynamic is is interesting. Yeah. I, I want to see that because it is like a couple of years after the finale. Oh really? And yeah, there's a bit of a time jump. Yeah, because I, like I think Herschel is Herschel's a bit older. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to watch that one. I mean, it's been out for a couple months. <laughs> that is true. That shows how we'll, we'll make I sure am. to bring you guys the review uh, as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah, and then with Daryl. Daryl's, I think, six episodes. That's so, it? Yeah. Yeah. But. I think that's the thing now. It, the first one was an hour long, though. That's true. That's what, that's what was awesome about it. It's like, it, it, like, it's the first episode. It takes its time. It takes its time, things. but it, it, like I said earlier, it's paced well. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel bored or overwhelmed. No, things were moving. The, like, every scene propelled the story. Yeah. And it was good. It, mo- it moved along. And it's a good combination of. Um, it does feel like old Walking Dead, but it also feels new. Feels tonally different. If that makes sense. Yeah, like, because Daryl's been through this before, but it's like like the situation. I don't know how to say it. Like, like fighting walkers. That's like he's done that before, but not in. A different place with new variant walkers. Yeah, the, the acid, the burn. They the call them burners. Burners, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Burn you with a touch. That's is, that's cool. Which is weird. Because then like, they also got. Um, we saw in the last season of the the climb of the main show, the climbing walkers. The climb. yeah. <laughs> Negan's <laughs> reaction. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's freaking hilarious. Uh, and then Rick and Michonne. I wonder if these are going to all lead to. A reunion, it better that if the end because you said it's a limited series. I I believe so. So if 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 it really is a limited series, then and all these shows combined together, and you get the main people since the beginning, Maggie, Daryl, Rick, um, Michonne. Yep. You get all of them together, and it that that'd be super satisfying. Yeah, because uh, like the early days, you know, because think about it. Daryl's the only one that's been here since season one. And like and that Carol. made it that made it all the way through. Even through the spinoffs, even through the spinoffs, you know, um, 
I think because Michonne got here like end of season two. Season uh, season three, or like like she didn't she show up? Oh yeah, like brief, she, briefly, like briefly, yeah. like she like she was teased. I don't think we saw her face. But yeah, but she was teased at the end of season two. Yeah, and um, Maggie was season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Daryl Daryl was day one. Daryl's been not the. Was it the first episode? No, I think it was like episode two. I I consider season one, like if you're in season one, yeah, it, I mean, or first few episodes, yeah. Then, then you're a season. Then you're a veteran. Yeah, Rick took a break. Yeah, he's he's still but, alive. Like he's still alive. Just he wasn't in the last few seasons of Walking Dead. Yeah. So, uh, anything about Daryl? Any any closing thoughts? Anything you're looking forward to? Um, I'm just I'm just uh, excited where they where they go with uh, the setting because that's really what draws like these new Walking Dead shows. It's like where's it where's it located at? Because Walking Dead takes place mostly in like the South, the East Coast East, kind yeah. of. So that and and then and then Dead City that's New, New York City New York. and so and then this is in uh, France this is in France so you can literally go anywhere in the world because that's what's interesting because where you are when the like apocalypse starts you don't know where other thing what other things are happening hey, in other countries it's cool to see like other other parts of the world um, I think. Fear the Walking Dead starts off in L.A. I'm not sure where they are now. I think they're on their last season. Okay. Um, That's what I've. Saying. Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. Who Who is that with? Uh, uh, Morgan. Morgan shows up. I think season four. I haven't seen it, but he he shows up like midway. Okay. Uh, I think he's still on the show. I think. That's. Uh, I mean, that, that's a reason to watch it, right? Morgan. Morgan. Uh, I don't know. I've heard from the fans over there it's it's not as good as the main show. I mean, I'm yeah. sure there's you know there's fans who who like it. I had a hard time getting into it. Yeah, because it, it's a completely new show. Yeah, it's like with totally new characters. And yeah, you got to get used to new characters. It's like it's still the Walking Dead universe. You know, you yeah. know that. Your favorite characters are out there somewhere. Doing, you, you just want to see them doing the best things ever. I think you do. There's a there's a Rick cameo, a Rick cameo like a full on. Like, yeah, it's like it's like very brief. It's like it has to do with Morgan. Oh. Like like right before he leaves, because oh, okay. Morgan just leaves. Oh yeah, that's right. That was like in season eight. Yeah, yeah, because he's not in season nine. Yeah, he's like Rick. I can't do this anymore, and then he just leaves. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I was kind of worried about these spinoffs. It's like, okay, you're at the eleventh season. Now, you can, one can argue you might as well have just continued the main show, yeah. done the twelfth season. But I guess yeah. people were just not into The Walking Dead as much when oh, it first it's, started. It's, it's not as popular as it once was. I mean, it was like it was like the thing to be obsessed. The, the about. talk of the town, like every week. Mm-hmm. This was the king of television at one point. Yeah, I would say like season three, three to five, three to six. That was, it was, was just that was everything. at its height. 
Yeah, I I remember at that time I was too young to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you would go into like, like the master bedroom or something, and watch and, it and watch it. And it was like Jordan, don't go in here. Yeah, get out of here. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. But now, now you're a veteran. I'm a veteran. I made it through. You're, you're through a seasoned it all. veteran. And I I know I know everything about The Walking Dead now. Yeah. And well, there's still the comics that's that, true. that are interesting to to go through because there's differences there's big differences it's like they take story beats and then give them to different characters yeah like, like they'll switch death scenes mm-hmm. and not and, glenn yeah and <laughs> they'll switch them around yeah like you said rick rick's the one who loses his arm yeah instead of uh aaron instead of aaron and then uh carl doesn't die but rick does carl Grows up in the comics, and then comes comes an old man, or an, an older man. An older, uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think it's it's good so far, Daryl. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they already confirmed the second season, so it's so. I think I'm I'm excited. Yeah, our favorite character getting his own show. Sign me up. The best character. That's true. I mean, it could be argue, argued argued. Uh, Daryl or Rick, just because yeah. probably one A, one B, for me. Yeah, like it doesn't exclusively have to be all only this character is the best. It's like they, no. Walking Dead has, has a good cast. Yeah, like one of my you favorite care, casts. You care for everybody yeah. in the Walking Dead, and then they kill the best, and characters. then they kill off like ninety percent <laughs> of the cast. Yeah, and you told me this when we were watching. It, it was like so, things just happen. Like, like things nowhere. will just don't get attached to anybody. Yeah, but except for Rick. Except yeah, except for Rick. Aaron and, and, and Daryl, uh, and, and, and Maggie. <laughs> Carol, Carol and Maggie. The <laughs> uh, Carol's day one too. Yeah, she was in season one, and it's so awesome how how far she's grown because she would never even touch a gun yeah. in, in the first few seasons, and then she's killing everybody. Yeah, by the by the end Not of it, to be messed with. Like she, free, she like saves everybody, right? What was it, in season six? Remember that one time? Uh, where there was season five when they went to Terminus, and yeah, she does that like huge explosion thing. She like Is covers it? herself in the and in the, the Walker guts, and then then blows up everything. Yeah. I remember watching that first episode, of season five, and I was like, oh my gosh! Oh, yeah, I feel like one. I watched the whole season in that one episode. Oh, yeah, five, yeah. I like, the first one of six was good too, like the big the big horde of walkers, um, and then was it like a like a truck crashed or something into the wall? Yeah, and then the horn was blaring and it was drawing all the walkers to the to uh, the, Alexandria. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they were like drawing them away. Yeah, they're trying to draw and them then away. They ca- and then something with the cliff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I re- I remember that. I remember yeah. that. So, Walking Dead's good, man. I know. I it's good. I haven't <laughs> talked a lot about Walking Dead with with people, so it's good to get talk it, about, get it talk out it, there. Get it out. And talk it with somebody because because yeah. again, lo- lots of people checked out when Glenn when Glenn died. I I know I did. I remember when Glenn died the first time. Doing air quotes. Oh yeah. But they the first time he faked died, him out. yeah, they faked out his death, and I was like, 
I refuse to watch. I refuse to watch the rest of it. <laughs> it was it was such a good character. And then that's how I was like, wait, wait, wait. There's there's more to this. There's more great stuff. There's more great stuff. And then it's like, oh, Glenn didn't die. I was, like I was just, I was sitting on my chair, I was like, like holding my my fist up to my mouth. I was like, you writers, why did you do that? <laughs> and it doesn't make sense to me they did that because later just. They just killed him off, like like four episodes, like four later. episodes later. <laughs> <laughs> what was the point? What was the point of that fake out death? To mess with your feelings. Yeah, yeah. Because the writers, I, the writers hate you. They hate you. <laughs> no. Oh, they want you to. If they made you feel the way that they intended, then they did their job. They did their job exceptionally. They did. Yep, and that's how they did it. But uh, another example of uh, writers doing their job, mm-hmm. Ahsoka. Episode five, right? Dave Filoni back at it again, with another with another banger. I was I gonna say, it is uh, what is that? Five in a row? Yeah, I've liked all of them so far. Yeah, that's a. I think they've they've gotten better. I think. Yeah. One and two, we're one good. Two are, we're a good we're start. Good. Three, like really, it, three really picked it up. Three picked it up. Four really picked it up. Four is when they like. There's some stakes now. You know. Yeah, and then five is like, you got us. I mean, you, you got us. Yeah. Like, it's like there's no turning back. Like every post I see, it's like everybody is praising the episode. I've not seen anything negative about it. Yeah, I mean, especially if you grew up with uh, the Clone Wars, and this is like a, a love letter to the Clone Wars fans. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like your time was worth it. Yeah. Like everything you've worked so hard for it was like this is, this is why this is why Dave Filoni directed this or wanted to direct this one. And that's why you said it's Rosario Dawson's favorite yeah, episode. Yeah. I can see why. Yeah. Cuz like it's just like like you love Clone Wars, boom. <laughs> In your face. And then uh so when we first start off when we first start off with the episode we pick up with Hera mm-hmm. doing war crimes. Hera doing war crimes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we see Hu Yang holding Sabine's helmet. Yeah. And the transition into the title. We pick up with Anakin and Ahsoka. Yeah. Like crazy. When you see that, it's like, how are they going to, how are they, like, what are they going to talk about? How are they supposed to write this? Yeah. And everybody's, everybody's saying, maybe it's not actually Anakin I think it is it's because the world between worlds it's 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 like between space and time yeah like when Ezra and Ahsoka were there like that was their physical selves Mm -hmm. there same thing I think here with Ahsoka she's actually here Mm -hmm. and Anakin might be a Mordis god that's what I think that's that's a pretty it's pretty interesting theory because yeah. I think uh, for those who don't know uh, in the Clone Wars I believe the Mortis father mm-hmm. wanted Anakin to take his place since Anakin is the chosen one yeah so I think now Anakin mm-hmm. being who he is can control both the light and the dark yeah sides of the force so like yeah, because cause it's the father, the son, and the daughter. The father, the son, and the daughter. And Ahsoka could be the new daughter. 
and Morty's Anakin's God. the Anakin's the father. father. I just I don't know who the son would be. Maybe Balin. Balin. No, <laughs> no I'm just kidding. I'm ben. just th- I'm just throwing stuff out there. Ben Solo. No, ben, ben. no I'm just kidding. Bren. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as far as Anakin goes, it could, it could be it could be just him projecting an image to get this point across to Ahsoka. Yeah, because yeah, he's making your C stuff. For like, the sake of the lesson. Yeah. Like, I don't... I don't know. Because it's like... Maybe they expand on it a little bit, but... I don't know. Because I'm like, well, could she actually get hurt, you know? Like, well, like I mean, this. He, he told her... Like, live or die. Live or die, yeah. <laughs> live or die, man. <laughs> Wrong. Huh? <laughs> and then... uh before we get more into the plot, Hayden Christensen's performance—he was great. Like you can tell, it depended on the director of who like, was directing the directing and the script. But like, he checked in and turned in. I think his best performance, yeah, as Anakin. Yeah, like I think he watched. He probably watched like Clone Wars like five times. I think he mentioned that he he went back. I think before this is before Kenobi came out. Oh, really? Even before Kenobi? He watched Clone Wars and kind of gave credit to, you know, Dave and George and all the creators on Clone Wars for developing Anakin's character. So he had that to, like, go off of. He had that kind of uh, reference to to lean on. And you can see, like... He sounds. I, he, he sounds like a mixture of what he sounded like in the prequels, and Matt Lanter's voice in the Clone Wars. Yeah, he kind of like pro, in Matt Lanter. He kind of projects his voice. Like, and it, there's a certain like mannerism that Clone Wars Anakin had. Yeah, and it, it, I really felt it. Mm-hmm. it yeah, I did. I did feel that that mix between it. Yeah, and we never we never get to see Anakin beat the or. Hayden Danikin mm-hmm. be the the mentor. Yeah, because in Kenobi, you get flashbacks. He's he's he, the Padawan. He's either Vader or he's he's Padawan Anakin. Here we get to see him, like not only be the master, but he's ascended he's, into the Force as this practically all knowing being. Basically, yeah, yeah. I mean, you said you said it, man. I didn't. I couldn't have said it better myself. That's really, that's really what it boils down to. Yeah, and then we get into his lesson for Ahsoka. You know, they they duel, live or die. Um, and then she gets she gets a bit, a bit cocky. Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's I like, I haven't taught you everything. I haven't taught you everything. Then we get to the Clone Wars flashback. We were freaking out. We were jumping out of our <laughs> seats. We were cheering. <laughs> Some people laughed. Some, Some people, people cried. cried. Some <laughs> people were, others were silent. Yeah, it was. Well, first it was crazy to see young Anakin, Ahsoka, young Ahsoka, Anakin in his Clone Wars, Clone outfit, Wars outfit with his armor, and he looked like I. I don't know why I focused on the hair the whole time. That was probably what sticks out the most oh, to me. <laughs> the hair was um, accurate in, in um in the Clone War in the Clone Wars version of Anakin, like the hair sticking back, sticking it's in the like, back. It's like. It's like you could tell just by the silhouette of him. That's that's Clone Wars Anakin. Yeah, and the the robes, and the, the armor. armor. Yeah. Like it was all 
it was perfect. Yeah. Everything down to the last minute detail, <laughs> it was perfect. Yeah, and the, this is all, but you know, it's cool to see the Clone Wars stuff. This is all. It's meaningful. For, it's meaningful for Ahsoka's. It's, it's not like character. It's like it's not like boom boom, <laughs> like fan service. I'm gonna force feed you like fan service. It's like yeah. it's important for Ahsoka to get that closure with Anakin. Yeah, and then we get the the dialogue between them. Where she brings up, um, is am I gonna have to teach my paddle one how to fight? Like, is this all I'm gonna teach my paddle one? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you know, this is setting up her her development with Sabine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's there's meaning mm-hmm. to it. And then there's also you know when Anakin's walking away, and he gets the flash of Vader. And that kind of fear in her eyes. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Cleanest transition. It was a clean Star transition. Wars. <laughs> yes. And then we get the the siege of Mandalore. Oh man, we were freaking out about that too. I know because like, season seven, the end, the last four episodes is season seven. It's probably peak Star Wars. Well, like, it's it's some of the best Star Wars. And and to see it in period. live action, we get to see the the Darth Maul Mandalorians, the Mandalorians, Captain Rex. Oh yeah, Captain Rex, and all. And just seeing Mandalore in live action too. Yeah, like just seeing everything. Like this whole scope, like you can do it in animation. That's like easier to do. But when you're seeing it, like the real yeah. in front of you, live action, live action, all that. It's it's impressive yeah. to see. There's a lot of smoke though. That's true. I th- I was, that was my first impression. I was like, maybe they didn't have the budget to for Ryloth because uh, all you saw was the the ships flying and stuff and the blasters. Like which, like when you see like the red and blue blasters coming back and forth, that's very Clone Wars. Yeah, like that's like that's literally all you see the in the intro for Clone Wars. Like all you see is the red and blue blasters exchanging back and forth. Yeah, like that's very Clone Wars. And then. Um I think the smoke, as far as the smoke goes, probably, probably just part like, of the vision to to portray like a dream like visual, or maybe just hone in on the focus of Anakin and Ahsoka. Yeah, but, I don't know, but it still looked awesome. I think the light, yeah, the lighting was 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 pretty good, and so then Anakin shows up. He's like, I've never been, I've never seen this battle. It's like he's like, well, we departed ways already. Yeah, yeah. So when Anakin shows up in Siege of Mandalore, he's kind of telling Ahsoka that she's a part of this legacy. Mm-hmm. You know that he's inherited the uh, this this knowledge from Obi Wan, Obi Wan from his master oh, yeah. Qui Gon, and then now from Anakin to her. And then she kind of she's still holding on to this like. This guilt, kind of like, it's kind of set up in the f- the last episode, episode four, where Balin tells her. It's like, your legacy leads in death and destruction. Exactly, yeah. And, and then she's like, where the Anakin's like, I'm more than that. Yeah. And then she she's like, yeah, you are more than that. You're more dangerous and powerful than we realized. So, <laughs> what do you say? He was like, is, is, is that, that is that what this is about? Is that, is that what this is about? As if he was a the most evil being in the galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like he slaughtered children or anything. But, yeah, the Jedi know, Temple. We forget about that. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, that was kind of funny. Yeah. But point being, she's still like holding on to that darkness. I, I don't know. It's not it's really like, anger. It's more fear, guilt, 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 fear. Yeah. Probably what's keeping her from truly being, being the teacher that Sabine needs. Yeah. Cause, cause like we said, whenever things get hard, she runs away. Yeah. That also good could be why Sabine hasn't developed as much as Ahsoka would want her. Because that's also on Ahsoka. She hasn't fully realized her potential power. Or yeah, she's being held back by her own, you know, demons, I guess. And stuff like that. Yeah. Then we get the, the fight between Anakin and Ahsoka. Pure cinema. It's, Um, it's Vader without the suit. I've I've always wanted to see that. I remember, I think we had toys. There was Anakin. Did he have a re- where he had a red lightsaber? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were always we we'd had toys like that. Because there was concept art where Anakin in Episode Three mm-hmm. had a red lightsaber fighting Obi Wan. Yeah, and I, when I was younger, I was like, why didn't Anakin have a red lightsaber when he was yeah. fighting Obi Wan? And so yeah. it, it was cool to see. Cool and then the f- flashes of him as Vader, like I would have. I would have freaked out even more if it was Vader in the suit fight, in the suit fighting yeah. Ahsoka. Yeah. I've been like, dude. But this was like supposed to be just full full Vader. Like yeah. if he had not lost the fight on Mustafar. Oh, that's right. This like this is what he would have been. Like because the Emperor was trying to make Vader not as powerful. Because even if he he wasn't fighting on Mustafar. Vader would have been more powerful than the Emperor. Oh, yeah, he would have surpassed him. I think that's, that's according, wh- according to George. Yeah, so that's why he made the suit like as uncomfortable, as, yeah, painful. As painful as possible. He bring really, out the like, anger. He really suppressed his, his potential. Yeah, that's why he needs that chamber in yeah. uh, Empire mm-hmm. where he takes off the mask and yeah. stuff. So then we get the, the duel... Between Ahsoka and Anakin, it wasn't wasn't a, a, about who could best who. Anakin's just trying to, I mean, get her to fight. Yeah, that, that to, was, let, to get her to let go. Yeah, the the whole point of the lesson was like, you have to fight in mm-hmm. order to survive. Yeah, survive. Because because uh, that's what Anakin was teaching her in the uh, Ryloth scene. It, that's where they were on, right? Ryloth. Ryloth. Yeah, he was like, he was like, well, you have to adjust to the yeah, times. Yeah, because he's training her to be a, a, yeah, adjust to the times. There's no, it's times of war. There's no morals. She ha, she has to be trained as a soldier, not yeah. as a, a, as, per, as a person, as as a, or not a keeper of the peace. Yeah, yeah. So, it, so he's trying to like push her into this uh, fighter uh, of this mindset of like if the circumstances demand it you You have have to to fight fight. yeah like it's like live exactly if you don't fight you die that's that's what he's and it gives more meaning to the uh, the shadow warrior title of Mm -hmm. the episode so i i i liked it i like yeah, there's so much meaning and subtext to it it's to break a, down. It's yeah, it's a pretty important point in her 
in her story. Yeah, because this is where she be fully becomes Ahsoka the White. Oh yeah, Ahsoka the White. Um, she gets her white robes and mm-hmm. everything. Uh, what do you think uh, when she was missing her headpiece? I thought that was weird. I've never <laughs> seen Ahsoka without her headpiece. I don't think we've ever seen that. Did she have it in Tales of the Jedi when she was a baby? No, she doesn't. Okay, but she was. But I mean, that's not a big deal. But when yeah, she's but an adult, seeing a full-grown woman with this prosthetics the, of having the like, there's no blend to it. It's just white and then and orange. orange. <laughs> It was uh, interesting. It was it's just because we haven't. It's not something it, we're used to. She's, she's always, always had that head. Yeah, she's on. always had the head headpiece on. Uh, she gets a new one too. Did you notice? It was, I, a, I yeah, it was it was a different one than what she had been wearing. I didn't notice that. I probably have to rewatch yeah. the episode. I'd gladly rewatch the episode, but yeah, I mean, yeah. no, I didn't. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Um. So we've talked a lot about Anakin and Ahsoka, and that was only like. That was Maybe the half. main core. Of the it was the core of the episode. It was like it was only like half of the episode. Yeah, and it's a fifty-minute episode. Yeah, because then we get some good scenes with uh, Jason Sandula, where he's where it's heavily implied. It's like <laughs> he's he's a force sensitive. He's really in tune. In tune with the force. I mean, like his father. To to be able to hear the into the world. Yeah, into the world between worlds is like. This is like what the heck? Wow, and the. Uh, you you kind of feel like Hera's resistant to let Jason go, yeah, go into that side of, of being a Jedi. And then uh, Hu Ying, he's like, "Oh, uh, Kanan Jarrus was his father." Yeah, he's like, "Okay, okay, <laughs> okay." It's, it's like is that it's like is that supposed to mean something? My dad's rich. All right. <laughs> like, uh, I'd imagine they threw that in there for like. People who haven't seen Rebels, yeah, it's just, like if you if you only, if you only seen the recaps, it's like oh, it's his dad. Yeah, and it's like okay, yeah. <laughs> for for those who haven't yeah. seen Rebels, it's like oh yeah, that's right. Okay, who's Kanan? <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't you should know who Kanan is? But uh, did we say spoilers for Ahsoka? I mean, I think it was implied, but yeah. still okay. The, the yeah, just letting Jason be a. Um, a Jedi just I don't know it, I feel like it throws off Hera you know Jason being a Jedi or wanting to be a Jedi he was like can I can I build a lightsaber and Hewing's like no no <laughs> <laughs> it is it's like well I think people are reluctant now for him to be a Jedi just you know you know following the sequence of events of what happened to Kanan Kanan yeah. like the whole reason or not the whole reason, but you know, he used the force to protect to protect everybody in that scene in the, in the part where he dies, and so you know it's it's like you don't want the same thing to happen, especially since he's like so young, right? He's like ten yeah, years old. She's probably not like thinking about that yet. Yeah, like she's not thinking about his his Jedi training, or mm-hmm. which I assume will come will come at some point. Probably as we're training him, that'd be awesome. Just oh, now that you bring that up, it makes me so excited to see how the show ends. Because when you have an episode like episode five, it's like, how do you end this, right? Because you're setting you're setting up so much. You got Thrawn, Ezra, got Ezra, the new galaxy, new galaxy. It's like 
how are you supposed to end this in another three episodes? Yeah. Six, seven, and eight. That's it. I'd, I'd imagine like there's going to be some cliffhanger because this is leading into a bigger the end game. Yeah, the Dave Filoni end game movie. <laughs> that's yeah, that's basically what it is. Pretty much, but yeah, there's a lot they have to cover. I think three episodes they can do it. They could, if they were like but I don't really, th- I don't if they think, were long. Yeah. I don't think I don't think we're getting a happy ending or maybe a uh, bittersweet somewhere in the middle but a closing chapter. I think yeah. would be a, a better way to to phrase it. Yeah, cuz when you're watching Rebels, right? You just get so attached and love and love these characters so much. You you want them to be happy at the end. Yeah. Cuz you kind of really don't get a happy ending with Rebels. With yeah. Rebels. Yeah. You kind of yeah. get like a bittersweet this is still sort like of ending. continuing the story. Yeah. Ezra's still still missing and they got Thrawn and that resolved. It's so yeah, a lot of things were left unresolved and we yeah. we as fan cuz like if you would like you can when you're watching Rebels you can ignore the animation style. People weren't a big fan of it, but when you keep watching it, you you don't mind it. It's just good storytelling. It would, it's a it's a great story yeah. that they that they were telling. A lot of unique ideas, a lot of new ideas. Uh, well, steep, still keeping that like core of Star Wars. Yeah, like you hear it in even in the music, like the oh the, Kevin Kiner. Kevin yeah. Kiner. He's he uses a lot of like the A New Hope uh, yeah, soundtrack like, themes. Like, like if they're in space and they're being chased, they'll use the Death Star run, like the uh, the, the Tie Fighter attack. Yeah, the Tie Fighter attack. They'll they'll use that stuff. Like anything that re- alludes to the original Star Wars, to the first one, they'll use that. But he also introduces like some really good original mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, like that blend of OG Star Wars and, with new, some and new. new stuff, like Harris yeah. theme. Kind of. <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed this, but Harris theme sounds a lot like Marion's theme. Marion's theme from Raiders. From Raiders, yeah. it, it's you're like, oh, nice. Marion's theme. It's like, no, that's not it at all. Yeah, there's some similarities, but I like both. Yeah, they sound, they sound great. You know. And then he's also doing the Ahsoka, the Ahsoka show, sound, which also sounds fantastic. The score, or like the end title, awesome. the end titles, the end titles. Yeah. I'll play it right now. No, I'm just kidding. But no, <laughs> copyright. Cut, yeah, exactly. I didn't even think about that. But I mean, either the score, and the music just heightens everything. It's the heartbeat of it. Yeah. And so it's. I mean, it has to be good. And it luckily, it's it's amazing. It's great. I don't think we we haven't talked about the music much, but the music's but the, it, it's really good. Yeah, because it it can because a lot of times I feel like music sort of goes over people's heads like it's because it, it's integral to the story but you don't pay attention to the music it's like you're just uh, focusing on the action happening in front of you yeah yeah it's like the guiding hand yeah it, also it telling like, the story push, yeah pushes it like it's yeah it's like in, integrated into it it's like you don't notice it but it you can hear it happening yeah i think that's a good a sign of a good score if, if you don't notice it but like you you're know, still intrigued. You're like your you eyes know, are glued you know to the screen. That, you know that it's working. Yeah. Kind of like editing. Like you're not supposed to notice it, which is but, the point. Yeah. <laughs> you're not it's supposed, supposed to be no- seamless. 
if you notice the editing, then it's, yeah. it's probably not like you notice good the editing. cut, and it's just like, what, what yeah, the heck is that? Yeah, like a weird cut, yeah. So, uh, kind of wrapping things up here. What are you, uh, what are you looking forward to for the next next episode? Next episode. Any, uh, any uh, predictions or? Well, I I noticed we didn't in this episode we didn't catch up on where Morgan and Sabine yeah. are. What's happening there? We'll get more of that. But we'll we'll definitely get that in the next episode. But th- I think Thrawn's gonna show up next episode. Yeah, I, I think there. I, I think, think so. I think the focus is gonna be straight onto that storyline because, like, we got this episode was focused on Ahsoka and Hera and and the gang, but I think we'll probably focus more on on Morgan and the and the hyperspace ring. We'll yeah. probably get it, it'll probably be the the focus of that episode. I think. Uh, We'll probably get into Hera's trial. Yeah, being a war criminal with, with uh, Chopper, chop, with Chopper. Chopper right there. Nothing, nothing new with Chopper. <laughs> but I'm interested to see where that leads. If they do go into yeah. it, I don't know, but I would like to see that. Yeah, I think that'd be interesting. Kind of throw some uh, new New Republic politics in there. And yeah, that'd be interesting. We don't get a lot of the New Republic. It's supposed to be like, oh my gosh. Like justice is restored, but not really. Yeah, because of us. <laughs> because of because of <laughs> us. Because of what you've done. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think the episode five sets up, sets up a lot. Sets up the rest of the show. Sets up the rest of the show. We're going to the new galaxy. Hera's got to deal with the new politics. republic. I'm not brave uh, enough for politics, but. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, it's, I I can't wait because there's we don't know where it's going. That's a, that's an indication of good writing. We don't know. We can, it's, it's unpredictable. We don't know how it's going to end. Yeah, and we're and we're invested. We can't wait to see. Uh, yeah, how this ends, man. That's a good checklist. Can't wait to see where it goes. Don't know where it's going. You just and you're excited. You because <laughs> we were hyped. The whole week in anticipation for this episode, and it's so much, and it pays off, and it's satisfying. When it felt like the finale, yeah, a little bit, kind of, because it's like, because it could, I mean, there's some shows it could have ended there, where they go off. They're like, somewhere's no, somewhere's better than nowhere, and they go off, kind of like a mid-season. I mean, we're well past the mid-season, but. Had that kind of grand closing chapter feeling. Because mm-hmm. now Ahsoka's... Onto the new chapter. Onto a new chapter. She's Ahsoka the White now. Mm-hmm. Now she's realized her full potential. She knows who he is. She, she's like kinda, she actually grew herself yeah, she, through the show. Yeah, she let go of everything that was kind of keeping her keeping her back. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so I mean, I got nothing else to say. I think that That's it kind of wraps things up uh we'll be back next week for episode six mm-hmm. and also episode two of daryl and uh maybe a dark knight review re yeah. recap for batman day for batman day yeah so and uh hope you guys look forward to that and uh catch you guys next week okay that's a wrap <laughs> <laughs>